Hey everyone, welcome to our Beautiful Suffering Podcast. I'm so glad that you're tuning in today. I pray that you will remember you can find purpose in your pain. Check out today's episode. So welcome y'all to the Beautiful Suffering community. I'm just so glad that you are here and you are a part of this community. I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad to be here. Um, and I mean, I'm just thankful for life. But today, what I want to talk about is this specific question. Um, um, uh, why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen? Sometimes even people add, people add on, why do bad things happen to good people? People often say that. So I want to talk about that specifically today. And um, this is important because I do kind of unpack this a little bit in the book as well. Um, but I just want to give you just um, some thoughts that I kind of have. And I, this is helpful for me. And to get started, I'm going to share a story. Um, there's something that I absolutely do not enjoy. I hate going to the DMV. I hate going to any type of like adult responsibility appointments. Like it's so annoying. And I almost even feel like in the DMV that um, it's like they specialize in making sure they find you like like catch you in something that you didn't have. So you have to always come back. Going to the DMV is like going to Home Depot. You can never make one trip. And like, I do not enjoy the DMV at all, right? To the point sometimes where it's like, man, look, like, why does this happen? I'm in the book, I share this story. There's a story where I had to renew um, uh, my license. And when I was renewing my license, uh, you it wouldn't allow me to do it online. They say that they pick people randomly. Um, when they need to do it online and when they need to do it in person. So of course I was picked, I was picked randomly to have to do it in person. And I was just so upset. And I'm just like, man, why is this happening to me? Like I have so many other important things to do. And you might relate, like you might have, if you want to share in the comments, like what are some tasks that you do not enjoy? Like what are some things that you get frustrated by that you have to do? Um, you go ahead and put in the comments, but, or, or if you're listening, right? Like what, what, or rewatching this, like what, what are some things that you do not enjoy? <laughs> and that's just one of the things for me. And the funny thing about this that I realized is that these things are just a part of life. They're just a part of life. And the reason I share that is because sometimes for me, I get into this mindset sometimes that there's this like, why is this happening? Like this is happening for a reason. It almost goes into that thought like, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I found that doesn't work for me. It might work for some people, but it doesn't work for me because when I kind of have this mindset of everything happens for a reason, I'm always looking for a reason why something's happening. And when doing so, it causes way more stress, uh, way, more, way more pressure, way more performance because looking for a reason in everything that's happening can cause you to literally go from thing to thing looking for something that sometimes is not there. I don't know if you've experienced that before where you're looking for something that's not there, be it in a conversation, uh, be it in a conflict, be it in a moment. You're looking for something that's not there. And that's what happens sometimes when I'm subscribing to the idea that everything happens for a reason. I think that this is kind of a twist of that scripture that says all things work together for the good of those who love God, who've been called according to his purpose. People try to maybe mask that scripture in the thought that everything uh, happens for a reason. And that's not what that verse is saying. That verse is saying that when we are choosing to love God in all things, he's able to work it out for our good. Good can come out of it. Like good can come out of situations that are maybe not as comfortable or not as favorable to us. But it's not saying that everything happens for a reason. Because when we're looking for a reason in everything, we will find ourselves running into exhaustion and 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 being completely mentally fatigued, emotionally fatigued. And the reason why I share that is because in life, 
in life, there are going to be things that happen that there is not a reason for it. Like them asking for me to randomly be selected to have to go renew my license is not because there's a specific reason. It's not that God can't use it or it's not that I can't meet someone at the DMV that I can maybe uh, connect with or may maybe a relationship um, to encourage someone or maybe a divine appointment to, to share hope with someone. It's not to say that this can't happen through the situation, but I can't always assume that that's why this happened. And that's the point that I'm making. And I want to tie it back. The first thought that I, the first thought that I want to share with this whole idea that like, why do bad things happen to good people? One of the things that I had to realize within myself is no one's good. <laughs> We're not good. Only source of goodness is God. Only God is good. Right. And I'm not trying to be preachy, but it's just the truth. One of the most theological truths, one of the most absolute truths that exist is that God is good. In order for something to be good, it has to be good all the time. And the only consistency of goodness or the only cons- the only way that something can maintain a consistency of goodness or a, a uh, um, what you call that, like a qualification of goodness or even um, a reputation of goodness, it has to have the goodness all the time. And if you're anything like me, we're not always good. Sometimes we make bad decisions. Sometimes we have bad character, sometimes bad attitudes. And automatically, just from the fact that we uh, have 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 have, uh, have a sinful nature within us, automatically puts us in a category that doesn't give us the ability to amount up to goodness outside of God. That's why when we say God is good all the time, it's because all the time he is good. And that's why in Romans chapter eight, when it says all things work together for good, it's because only God can allow even bad situations or good things to come out of bad situations. Right. So let's talk about this whole idea of where it even comes from. This whole idea of suffering or this whole idea of bad things or trials, it takes place because a long, long, long time ago, Right. According to the in the the Christian faith in the Bible, there is this couple. Many people know of Adam and Eve. And what happens is God had asked Adam and Eve to take place or to be responsible in the garden and to tend to different things. And he said for them to be fruitful and multiply, which we got to talk about in another one of these videos, just this whole idea of being fruitful and multiplying. What does that look like when maybe many people are believing to have children? Right. That would be a great topic for the for another day. Like, how do you be fruitful if you can't have children or if you're delayed in having children? Is your fruitfulness dependent upon childbirth or children? That's a whole nother topic. So nonetheless, God calls Adam and Eve to Adam and Eve to be fruitful in the Garden of Eden. The Garden was like paradise. It was like perfection. It was it was probably just it was definitely extremely beautiful and amazing. And this is what God had called Adam and Eve to tend to. And God and God gave Adam the ability to name things. And almost like you almost think like, where did his names come from? I wonder what Adam was thinking about, right? When he gave some of these weird names um, that we have in life today. So in the garden, God gave Adam the specific instruction that he could eat from any tree in the garden except for this one tree. Many of us are familiar with that story. So we find it says that a serpent came and approached his wife and offers for and and questions her. Right. Did God really say, right, that you can't eat from any tree? And he didn't say any tree. He just said from this specific tree. So it gets her questioning, gets her thinking. Finally, she then uh, takes the bait and takes the, the moment of deception. And he 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 lures her through her lust, through her desire to want to have the fruit, want to have 
whatever the fruit was, maybe many people say apple or whatever. We don't know what the fruit was. Whatever the fruit was, he lures her through that that temptation. And that's how lust works. Lust is actually not an external thing. Lust is an internal thing. So people are lured. The book of James talks about this. The way that temptations occurs, we're lured by our own desires. Then it, then, then it gives birth to, then lust takes place. Then sin is birthed is birth through that. I'm just paraphrasing it. So he knows that there's a desire to want the one thing. And that's how it is for us all the time. The one thing that we are told maybe we can't have makes us want it more. Just being honest, right? And so now at this particular point, uh, she then shares it with Adam and Adam's like, okay, <laughs> you eating it? I'm gonna eat it too. I ain't gonna let you go down with them. I mean, we might as well all go down together. It reminds you of like just those moments in life, different people that, sh- that were just willing to go down into anything going, you know, going into any moment, not leaving you hanging. It's like, if you're going down, we're going down together. So Adam does that. Then fast forward. Um, and God shows up and they try to hide from God. And they realize at that point that they're actually naked. So the point that I'm making is, God allowed free will. God allowed free will. This is a very powerful truth. The reason that God allowed, one of the reasons God allowed free will is to give people the choice on if they would choose obedience and choose exclusive relation, uh, exclusive love with him, exclusive um, uh, loyalties towards him. Like how authentic would it be if God forced us to love him? If the creator of all, if the creator of all creation, the God of all creation forced us to love him, like how (laughs) it wouldn't be genuine. Imagine if you're married, like your spouse loves you only because you forced them to love you or you love your spouse because they forced you to love them. It's not as genuine and authentic. God allows free will so that the creation that he formed would then have the choice to be able to determine if they would choose him or not. And because of that, sin was birthed. Free will or or sin is part of a result of free will. Because of free will, we in our human nature, we have a sinful nature within us that is naturally craving things that are not, things that are not godly. And in doing so, it opens up now ramifications, generations, and side effects of sin. Sin is formed through free will. Free will, right, is then the choice that we have on the decisions that we're making, right? In the Bible, it even talks about how Satan was in heaven at one point and was desiring what God had and in doing so, got kicked out of heaven. So, which is a whole other topic that we don't have time to unpack in this one. So the point that I'm making here is that sin is a result. Sin becomes possible because free will is possible. Free will is is, is made um um, available. Now, free will is made available. Sin is made made possible. Sin sin is made possible. Um, now, because of that, suffering takes place. Suffering happens through sin. So now, because within us is a sinful nature in, in which we have the free will, suffering takes place. So we live in a society, in a world that Sin is everywhere. And the Bible even talks about how God literally gives Satan um, free reigns over the air. It calls him the prince of the air. So because of that, you have anger, you have um, rage, you have um, lust, you have jealousy, you have all these different things, you have all these different issues, right? Um, As a result of sin. The reason why that's important to understand is because it helps us to stop trying to control 
every situation and looking into every situation as to why is that happening? So I go back to the DMV. The DMV it's just a part of life. And life is, the, the world is governed now through different systems and different rules and regulations because man is, uh, uh, humanity is ruling and reigning and making decisions. And these kinds of things result in a ramification of multiple other types of things that we in life have to almost like follow suit to or, 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 or obey or even, um, adhere to, I should say, we have to adhere to different laws because laws are man-made. And, you know, so there's just a whole concept on that. So when I begin to free myself from the pressure of trying to find truths in every situation or a reason in every situation, it helps us to stop looking at life as a series of um, ups and downs, but it's just a journey, right? There are ups and downs, but life is a journey. So there's moments where there's good moments. There's moments where we can learn from this bad moment. There's moments where we may catch flat tires. Lord forbid, of course, but if we catch flat tires and it's just a moment to now change the tire. There's moments where, um, you know, like if you're having home issues, if it's plumbing issues, there's moments these things happen. And yes, God can speak through these situations. And yes, there can be reasons for these situations. But if we, if we try and force ourselves to find a reason for everything that we're going through, then we're going to miss the fact that the natural ebb and flow of suffering that we experience is a result of sin, which is a result of free will. And because of that, it's our day to day decision that we have to make daily to choose how we will respond in every situation in our life. I go back to that Romans 8 passage. All things work together for the good of those who love God, who've been called according to his purpose. We don't know what tomorrow may hold. We don't know what we might face in days to come. We may not, we don't even know what we're going to face tomorrow. But one thing that we can know for sure is that God is with us and he will never leave us and he'll never forsake us. Holding on to that truth gives me the ability to face a hard situation and still trust him, right? Though there is sin in the world, though there is suffering in the world, though, you know, the Bible says that we all have sinned and fall short of his glory. Yes. Yes, this is true. And yes, there are pains that we will face as a result of sin. This is true. In the midst of it, God is with us. So what I want to encourage you specifically today is this. Whether there is a reason for why you're going through what you're going through or not, you can always trust that God is with you. The best thing to know is that God is with us. Psalm 23 says, it says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Then you fast forward, it says, yea, though I walk through the valleys of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me is what that scripture says. And it's and it's it's talking about the, the relationship between the shepherd and sheep, right? It's that connection, that relationship that's actually taking place. And what we find is that it's very likely that the shepherd is leading the sheep through different paths. So when we walk through the valley of shadows of death, it's not because the enemy is putting us in shadows of death. It's simply the journey in which the shepherd is carrying us through where there's moments of darkness because the day is, is turning to night, where there's moments of crossing over um, um, things in the road because we're walking through the, a real world, real life. Though there's ups and downs, or excuse me, though there's valleys, I should say, and mountaintops, though there's different seasons that are changing. That's better. Seasons changes more than just ups and downs. Though there are seasons that change, what doesn't change is that God is good. And the reason why this is important is because we it's important for us to develop a practical theology of suffering. Practically, theology, the practically suffering results 
through the, the sin that's in the world, which came from us having free will to make choices and make decisions. God is not micromanaging the universe, but God is giving free will. But he sent his son to give us access to him and we can seek him and find, and find him when we seek him with all of our hearts. So I think that's important in understanding finding purpose in your pain. Remember, God is able to repurpose your pain, but sometimes the pain you experience is not necessarily your fault. There are some things we experience that are that is our fault, but some of it is not your fault, and some of it is not um, something that some of it is inevitable, I should say. But in those moments of inevitable pain and suffering, trust that God is with you, and there is a purpose that God has for you in it. Not just what can happen after it. Yes, it can be used for good. Yes, people can be encouraged to it, which I shared, um, excuse me, in another time. Yes, it could help others, but God is good in it. And that's part of why I'm right, why I'm I'm really believing in this message of beautiful suffering. That we can get to a place where we're not just running away from situations or praying situations away, but trusting God in the midst of it. So that's my thoughts for you. Um I encourage you this week or this month or this season or whatever you whatever is going on in life, view your life more as a journey. View your life as different seasons that come and go. And in every season, find God in the midst of it. I was gone for a while, locked up, stuck in quarantine. I had a voice in my head saying this is not the end of me.